Married Murder Mayhem. Um, happily. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, sorry, sorry. <clears throat> uh, happily Married Murder Mayhem. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Happily Married Murder Mayhem. I guess I should have done the intro. This oh, I time. guess I should have, since we are switching roles here. Oh, yeah. So today is slightly different, as I will be leading. The case and investigation. I'm excited about this because you came up to me and he goes, babe, I found a case for us. I'm like, okay, what right? is it? Right, which I don't normally find, but I was excited I did. I was like, hey, babe. Yeah, he's like, like, I found someone on death row and I know how you feel about those. And I'm like, all right, but how about you run with it? And he's like, okay. Yeah, and this... It was so, more like, babe, are you sure? But he, he did. Yeah, I'm so nervous about <laughs> <laughs> I'm a communication major. I graduated <laughs> in communication and I'm nervous about public speaking still. I'm good at it. It happens. When I start talking and I know what I'm talking about, I can be good at it. And you know what you're talking about. But I get still get nervous about it. Yes. <laughs> but I still get nervous about it. You know what I mean? No, yeah. And like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And my notes are all mixed up now. I think I have them backwards. And oh, no. Hold on. <laughs> this will give me just a second here. Okay. <clears throat> Today, we are looking into the case of Thomas Eugene Creech. Which I'll mostly just refer to him as Creech. <laughs> I like that name anyway. So right? <laughs> it reminds me of Screech. But yeah! <laughs> just Creech. Um, he is not as cool as Screech. Um, wait, wait. Was, didn't Screech that dude like end up, that guy did some bad stuff? Or am I thinking wrong? No, no, he died of cancer. Okay, I'm thinking of a different timeline where he was an evil guy. Anyway. Babe, we should talk about timelines. <laughs> We've been having our own problems with that lately, but that's for another day. Right. So back to Creech. So yes. Creech actually showed up recently for me. Um, due to a different reason, uh, he actually got a stay of ex- execution, uh, because oh. of kind of a, a failed attempt at, uh, lethal injection. They botched the execution? Thank you. The, so they didn't botch it. In okay. The, in the same sense of like, I mean, no, I guess they, they kind of did. So, so what happened? He was up for execution. This was literally like... From recording of this, this was, like, days ago. Like, okay. at the very end of February. Okay. And so they brought him in that morning. Um, they had asked, is this going to be a problem? You know, they are asked... we going to be able to find veins? No problem. Like, oh, whatever. they asked the medical people? Yeah. I thought they asked him. I'm like, okay. yeah, it's going to be a problem. I Preach, don't are you good at this? And he's like, yeah, we're chill, man. We're chill. No. They asked the medical, you know, hey, is this going to be a problem? Are we going to have any problems? Like, apparently that's normal. I didn't know yeah. that's a normal thing, but apparently they checked first. And they're like, yeah, no problem at all. They bring him right in, nothing but problems. So they bring him in around 8 in the morning. Okay. Trying to, you know, find veins, get him set up to, to inject him lethally. Oh, and sure apparently they have nothing but problems to the point where at 11 o'clock, the warden of the prison is just like, you know what? I don't want to deal with this shit all day. We're done. Oh no, you know what probably happened? Hmm. His, uh... Death timer ran out? His warrant timer ran out. Probably. Holy shit. So, they basically called it off. Uh Uh-huh. And, um... Yeah, so now he's he's up in the air on what they're gonna do with him. So, but... So, now let's take a little step back, and we're just gonna look at what got Creech here in the first place. Okay. You know, what what brought this man into the execution area today? How long has he been on death row? He's supposedly... Is or from what we know of, he is the longest standing person in death row, like oh, living shoot. through death row. Yes, for forty some odd years. What? Well, okay. Yeah. So we'll get to that. 
Uh-huh. But the the case that got him on death row yes. was actually the murder of another inmate. What yes. got him in jail, though? We'll get to that. We'll okay. Get to that. You, 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 don't you worry. We'll okay. go through that. Okay. But first, let's look at what got him to this attempted murder on death row. I'm intrigued. I want to so, hear what this guy did. Where he stands, yes. he is in a maximum security prison, right? Let's paint the scene. Okay. He's in a maximum security prison, but apparently he's been doing pretty good. He's been being nice or so. He's gotten himself into janitorial services. So that okay. means he is out and about cleaning. And and being out and about cleaning in a maximum security prison like he's in is not a, a normal thing. This prison is, is typically mm-hmm. one prisoner out at a time. Oh, shit. That's, these people are all so dangerous or so, like, bad that they literally get an hour or two a time to themselves to be out and about the prison. I wonder if that's, like, a week or a day or what that is. I don't know either. But, so, they're, you're typically, they'll get time to stretch out, do a little workout, do a shower, and that's it. And then they're back in prison and the next guy comes in. Okay. But because Creech had earned janitorial rights, Mm -hmm. he gets to be out at the same time as other inmates. So, while they're... Also out doing their thing. He can be out cleaning and, and doing what else? Whatever else. Sometimes okay. that involves cleaning up after them. So the inmate in question that he uh, went to to do to murders or that got him in trouble here is a David Jensen. So what, he just like up and attacked David Jensen and killed him for what reason? Mm-hmm. Pissing on his floor or something? <laughs> well, so apparently okay. they had had problems before. Okay. Jensen had basically kind of like that. Uh, Creech didn't like that Jensen would, It's I'm assuming, purposely mess up his floors, do, like, make shit dirty that he didn't need to, just I to kind of when our kids it. do it. I get it. So Creech, I'm assuming, at some point had addressed that to him and was just like, dude, stop fucking up my shit while I'm cleaning. Like, you don't need to do that. Stop it or, you know, just knock the fuck off, right? Right. So apparently that pushed a button in Jensen. That this particular day, mm-hmm. Jensen went out with, you know, his normal time to go stretch, time to go shower, all that. But he had different intentions. Oh, no. So, I don't fully know how they get these things. The sock makes sense. But he had a sock full of batteries. Whoa. So, I don't know exactly how the batteries come to play. I don't know where he gets these things. Where so, you he find straight up had a him. deadly weapon with him. He's trying to, what, so kill? So, he goes out and he attacks... Creech. Jensen attacks wait, wait, wait. Creech. I'm confused. I thought Creech was charged with Jensen's murder, but Jensen attacks Creech? So, according to what happens is Jensen goes out with the intentions of attacking Creech. Okay. He, we don't know if anything happened to Creech in these attacks. Okay. Um, we do know that at two separate times, Creech tried, or Jensen tried to attack Creech. The second time, though, Creech gets the weapon away from Jensen. Uh-oh. And so that leads to then Creech using the own, his own weapon, Jensen's own weapon against him, and, and basically Creech, he attacks Jensen with the or attacks Jensen with the sock full of batteries, beats him senseless, literally blood everywhere. So he, what you're saying? And then proceeds after that, while he's on the ground incapacitated, to stomp and kick him more. Oh no! To where he, what he says is he. Describes it as he's laying there, bloody and kind of disfigured and breathing funny, and then eventually that leads to him dying. Oh shit! But to what you were just about to say, I don't remember now because you 
He overkilled I kind of cut you off. it, didn't he? So, yes. So, they take it to trial saying you so killed another not, inmate. It, they're going to say it can't be self-defense. He argues, though, that literally he was attacked twice by this guy. This guy came at him twice with a deadly weapon, as you see. <laughs> it could very easily be deadly, as yeah. it was the murder weapon that Obviously, killed him. yeah. So, he was like, he attacked me with this weapon. Uh, I fought back, and I won. So, it should be self-defense. But self-defense, they yeah. said... That the amount, my, so all they, all we get to hear is that the amount of force used went beyond reasonable defense. Okay, but how do you say that though? Because if you're trying to defend yourself and you know this guy's going to keep coming at you, he's already attacked you once and no one's done nothing about it. Like, you're in fear of your life. I would end it. Yeah, so we don't know. My thought is their argument was, you know, he his intention wasn't murder. His intention was just to harm. So although, <laughs> sure, it would have been an assault, it shouldn't have resulted in his death. I don't fully know, but that gets him on that death row. That seems extremely and, self-defense-y to me, but okay. But to to talk about this, this happened. Mm-hmm. Like I said, all my stuff's a little mixed up. This happened back in 1981 Okay. that he killed this man. And this got him the sentence of death row in 83. And so he has now been on death row until 2024. How does that happen? That's a really long time. Yes. So he's on death row for that guy? Yes. But, what? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but, as you asked, there's, there's a little question, like, okay... He's on death row. How did he get in jail? How did he get in jail? Exactly. Yeah, I'm a little confused Exactly. So, let's take a further step back. Okay. We are now jumping back from 81 all the way back to early 60s. 1960s. Okay. This is is Thomas Eugene's Creech's first brush with murder. Brush? Yes. Just a light, a light brush a with murder. Yes, a little. I didn't know you tickle. could tickle murder, but all you, right. He tickles murder. He he, he tickles it. Hard, he like huh? he brushes up like he has a nice slow dance with murder, but he walks away before the end of the song. We okay. actually don't know how that works, but okay. <laughs> we do know that was a horrible metaphor potentially because I don't know how how it actually didn't go through. Okay. So, at sixteen in the early sixties, Eugene's father. I don't know why I just picked his middle name. I just like the name Eugene. Okay. Thomas's father is in a hospital, dying. Oh shit! So his that's father that's traumatic on a sixteen-year-old. I I can tell you that from personal experience. Yeah, well, it, his father he feels didn't receive the care that he needed to survive, and he blames the male nurse that was supposed to be taking care of his father. He basically blames me. He says, it's your fault that my father didn't survive. Oh, shit. Trigger warning. Yeah. That hit me so hard. When I was 16, this nurse came at me and was like, what do you expect from us? He's an old man, blah, blah, blah. I literally just, I wanted to pull her baby out of her goddamn belly and shove it up her ass because she had no bedside manner. I was 16 and she's talking down to me as like a person. Like, I love. I know for you, your grandfather was like your father figure. He was. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, to hear something like that and to be to told something To hear that they like mistreated that. And the reason he passed away mm-hmm. was he aspirated in his lungs because he'd never thrown up before and there was no one there to help him. So, I want to applaud you. I wish you had been successful. That nurse deserved to die. Yeah. Just like mine did. We have no But idea. again, it takes a special kind of person to actually do it. Because I was 16. 
Same age as him. And I would have ripped that baby out of her and shoved it up her fucking ass and watched her choke to death. But that's not how that works. But you know what I mean? I wanted her to die. But I didn't act upon it. Yeah. Even though she treated me like half a human. Yeah. I didn't act upon it. you deserve to have, you know, that anger, those feelings. But like you said, you didn't act upon it. Well... And it was I wasn't being rude to her. No, I was she just was like, I want you. my grandpa to come home. And she's like, well, what do you expect from us? Yeah. Well, I expected you to be here when In he threw trot. up. Yeah. Or how about when his fingers gushing blood, you guys just walk off and we're trying to help him clean up his mess. No, bitch, that's your fucking job. That's why you're here. I think over time they lose their bedside manner and it, it actually becomes a dangerous job because there's people who are facing their worst day of life and you're being an asshole. Yeah. So... Just a note to all you nurses: <clears throat> be better. Yeah, be nice to people who are going through. <laughs> so, but he didn't the kill him. So no. Did so he this, go to he, jail? No. From what we know of, nothing came of this. Okay. It was his first brush. He attempted to murder this nurse. We don't know. It doesn't say whether or not he did it. Literally at the time of finding about his father's death, and his his father died in his arms. <gasps> basically like oh. he was there when he took his last breaths oh god and then he blamed the nurse for not getting the treatment to him in time or we don't know exactly but we know he blamed this nurse and this was his first like scene to him as like an enemy this guy was the reason that his father was dead right. so he attempted to murder him we don't know like i said if it happened in the hospital if he tried to catch him after the hospital we don't know if he went to his house or something we don't know the the, the details the details right we just know he attempted to murder this guy and well, it wasn't i will say we only know these details because tom himself thomas himself tells us this later and i'll get oh. to why he tells us all this later wait he blasts out like he he's isn't the concrete? one who explains all of what i'm about to tell you the only reason we know about what, what, what's gone on and what I'm about to tell you about his previous murders. Yeah. And yes, there are several previous murders. That the he doesn't get caught for. we know about these is because Thomas himself told us about these. Oh, he took a deal. So, well, we'll get to that. You'll see. You'll okay. see. Okay, okay. <clears throat> so first, his attempted murder at right. 16. But his actual first murder was only a, roughly a year later. At 17... His, he had a girlfriend at the time, and at 17, his girlfriend died in a car accident. Did well, he cause the car accident? His friend, he he felt his friend was the cause and the reason for the car accident. So we don't know if the girlfriend was in the car with him at the time, if he was in the accident at all. We don't know. We just know that he felt that his friend was the reason his girlfriend died in this car accident. So he took his friend out to a lake and killed him. He drowned his friend. What? And to our knowledge from that, nothing came of that. He was not in trouble for it. But again, this was 1960s. So a dude winding up drowned in the lake, for all we know, they just saw it as he fell in and drowned. Right. If they ever found the body other than Tom, he could have been seen missing. If you could find the body, it's Florida, missing. those yeah. crocodiles, yeah. Exactly. He could have just been seen as missing and no one had any idea. And they chalked it up to, you know, maybe he went out fishing and maybe a croc got him. No idea. He just says that his first murder was drowning a friend of his because he thought he killed his girlfriend. So he's a mercenary. He's a re- revenger? A Avenger? Man. Revenger? I, I mean, they he didn't go to jail for the crime that he committed, so he killed him. Yeah. She well, didn't get malpractice it, for the suit that should have been sued on killing her dad, or him on killing his dad, so he killed him, or tried to kill him. Yeah. So far he's a mercenary. I don't so, see a problem with it. <laughs> after that... Mm-hmm. Um, in, sorry, in 1965, so a year or so, I think it's about a year after that or so, Mm -hmm. um, after he killed, he actually ran away. 
So that's another reason they don't know if maybe he just never got in trouble before because he ran away. There was no person to, to try. You know what I mean? Right. But he ran away to California. But also there's that saying, no body, no trial. So. Yeah. So potentially, you know, we don't know how he disposed of bodies. Right. But in 1965, he ran away to California. And in California, he became involved in the Church of Satan, he says. This was before the Church of Satan was officially the Church of Satan in 1969. This was four years before. Wait, did they plan that shit? (laughs) I don't know. I was kind of giggling at myself when I read that, or when I saw that, that it was 1969. I was like, okay, but you guys failed, right? Unless they did it on April 20th. Of 1969. Then we got 426 again. Then I mean... Well, you know what's better, though? What? June 6th, 1966. Ah, right. Oh, my God. Speaking of June 6th, do you know why June 6th was almost an important date in our lives? Yeah, I pushed that baby out before. (laughs) So our... Because you said it. (laughs) Our first daughter was born June 5th, 2013. At 11-11. At 11-11 at night. So, literally, almost midnight. And I made the comment at 11 o'clock, I think... To you, I was like, hey, babe, do you realize if she doesn't come out today and, like, in the next hour or so, and it goes to, to tomorrow, it'll be June 6th, which is 6-6, six, six, and 2013 is 2 plus 1 plus 3 is 6, so it's almost like 666. Six, six. Literally, the next 11 minutes, she pushed a goddamn baby out. Fuck <laughs> she yeah! Was like, I was that like, is we are not, not having the devil's baby! <laughs> not tonight! I knew what would get her to push that baby out. <laughs> Not today, Satan, not today. (laughs) So that's why we were almost associated with June 6, 2013. Right? So funny. So, but he did join the Church of Satan, supposedly. Mm -hmm. He became involved with them, and he said that he murdered a a man in San Francisco in 1965. For what? What did they do to him? We don't know. He just says... Oh, no, so now he's not a mercenary. Now he's an official serial killer. So... Damn it. Well, we don't know if we don't know why, but we do find out that about 2 years later, he is either is or b- becomes or already was he is a contract killer. And in 1970 or 67, sorry, in 1967. Wait, the last guy we did it on was a contract killer. So did he get caught for the contract killing? This is what did it, right? No. <laughs> Again, we're still just learning about all this from what he tells us. So in 1967, he was contracted by one motorcycle gang to kill other members of a different motorcycle gang. And he says he killed five people of this motorcycle gang. So he says he was contracted by it, but he also says it was kind of due to like satanic rituals. So we don't know. Oh, and that doesn't, I don't know for sure if that's like. He was using them for a satanic ritual, Wait. or if they were doing a satanic ritual, but he did say that he was contracted by a separate gang to murder these people from a different gang. Wait. So he <laughs> he commits these murders, never gets caught, and then <laughs> joins the satanic thing, then kills people for Satan. So And he's still not in jail. Part of Who me is did wondering, you sell your soul to, sir? Part of me kind of feels... And this is there's this is all speculation, but kind of me part of me kind of feels that he maybe got into San Francisco, met up with these people somehow, and they basically convinced him to get people for them for their murders, and so he you know maybe that was his first brush or not a brush but Definitely like not a first brush no no with like contract killing oh, like being hired to being bring people hired. in, and so then somehow these gig this motorcycle gang got wind of hey you kill people for money. 
Like, we got you. Or, because, I mean, it just seems so weird that they would, like, randomly pick this guy and say, we'll pay you to go kill these other people. So I feel like he had to have been somehow in the job already. And connections with her. By 1967, I think he was already set up to be a contract killer. This blows my mind. So, and then after that... So wait, what do you think he was killing? Devils or angels? I don't know. Do you think he was killing possible... So, killers? later I will say, this is later down back in, or moved back up towards the 1970s, 80s, or mm-hmm. 1970s. I'm sorry, I'm fucking up your timeline. No, it's okay, it's okay, but I will say, because you said that, that made me think about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chief at the time, as well as the the DA, or the, um, the lawyer, who mm-hmm. basically, like, works with the county. Um, Prosecutor. Thank you, yes, prosecutor. Uh-huh. Uh, they did say that they were worried during the trial. I did finally get him. Uh-huh. Um, they were worried that when he got into jail that Hell's Angels supposedly were were going to come up and bail him out or like get him out by force. They, they And oh, the shit. only thing I could think of is, I don't know if he said anything or used names when he talked about this killing, for yeah. this contract killing, but my thought is, and again, it's total speculation... That they thought that he was connected to Hell's Angels, and they hired him initially, and so they thought Hell's Angels was going to come try and get him out because he's either part of their gang now by killing for them, or they were worried they were gonna he was gonna spill the beans on them for doing stuff. Oh shit! But none of that happened. Oh okay. That was just their worry, but he didn't none of that happened. Out. None of that happened. Okay. Okay. <laughs> just to stay, they made that worry, but none of that happened. So okay, I, I mean, I can see why that fear is now there. If this guy's sitting here admitting to all these murders to yeah. you, and you're just like, what, <laughs> what the, the fuck, fuck, Satan? Yeah. So, from 1967, he jumps to 1973, where he gets married to a Miss White. And in 1973, uh, him and his wife are wanted Is for... Is down? Oh. Nope. No, no, no. They're not done. They're wanted for a connection to a murder of a Paul Schrader, and this is in Arizona. Wait, they're wanted for his they're murder? They're wanted for his murder. They, they they want to bring him in, but... Oh, like in connection to? Yes. Okay. But they don't... They, they keep moving to Utah. Like, they're on the move. Right. I and mean, so, in Utah, though, he does get arrested. They oh. bring him in, and they're like... You oh. know, they, they catch him. They tell him... Babe, you sold that up so good. That was it? That's what he was arrested for? Nope. So, in that... Oh, what? After six and, seven, six and a half hours or so of deliberation after the trial... He's acquitted from the charges of the murder. So he, they say he did not murder Paul Schrader. Holy crap, you're staring at the face of a fucking serial killer. But again, they have no idea that he's done any of the previous murders. Oh shit, that's right! To their knowledge, he was just in connection to this Paul Schrader murder. And then once he got through, they're like, never mind, for whatever reason. See, I mean... To have some connection to it, they had to have seen him with Paul, they had to have made some, like, you were the last one to see him alive, something, and they brought him in saying, you're it, but then after going through, uh, apparently not enough for the jury, that they were like, (laughs) there's not enough evidence to say this man did it for sure, so we're sending him on his way. Wow, so he got away with it. So he got, yeah, he got away with it. So then... Or acquitted uh, for it, so we uh, didn't do it. About a year later, so 1974, we don't know exactly the time, probably early 74, I think, mm-hmm. he moved to, uh, he moved up to Portland. This is it. This is the one. Yes and no. Okay. This leads to it. It is this year, 1974. Okay. That happens. Okay. But he moves to Portland, and I think this is when he tries to make a better life for himself. 
Oh. He actually, in Portland, in Salem, Aww. he goes into an insane asylum and basically tries to, to, he admits himself. Is he still with his wife? Yes. Okay. He admits himself into an insane asylum. And Good job! He's I there wish for more a people were strong enough to do that. And he's there for a couple months. And then after that, when he gets out, he actually moves into a church and stays in the church. Like, so Oh, you this, fucking blew it, bro. This isn't like, I, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but apparently like churches have little like stay areas people can live in really? while they're getting up on their feet. Some do at least don't do from that. my knowledge. So don't, you, can, don't do that. you can get into the church. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if it doesn't necessarily say if this happened while he was in the, in the asylum or, or seeking help or if this was after while he got into church, okay. but his wife, oh, no. uh, trigger warning for our words, um, his wife was raped by 11 men and then thrown out of a four story building and hit the ground. Out of a window. What the fuck? She survived the fall, but clearly was left with physical ailments as well as mental ailments from what had happened. Did he stay and take care of her? Uh, she actually ended up killing herself shortly later. No! So I don't know if he started the moment he found her. Or, so this or is what it is. It. He went and killed all ten of them, huh? And he only caught. got to five of them. Oh, he does get to five of them. That oh, he so that's why he's arrested. And he says, you know, I killed those guys. Like, they, they did this to my wife. I found them. They were allegedly involved, and he he took care of them. Which, I mean, at this point, for some of these, I kind of feel like these people aren't going to be missed. Like, there are some people out there at that time probably who are like, thank God those people are gone. Right? Because if they did it to her, they, I'm sure they were doing it, it to others. It always brings me back to that, like, that if you could be a vampire sort of thing. Where she gets raped and then is, like, on her deathbed and then gets bit by a vampire and she goes back in vengeance then. I feel like that's an eye for an eye. That's allowed. I feel like you and I aren't reading the same vampire stories. That's Twilight. What do you mean? Bella never gets raped. What are you talking about? Rosalina. Uh, Rosalina. Uh, oh. I got her named after her because she's such a badass. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's true. Uh, I was like... <laughs> What the fucking stories are you reading? <laughs> like, I my vampire stories don't do that. I mean... <laughs> my vampires glow. Yeah, my, mine twinkle and sparkle. And What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, same ones. Who? I don't... Bella? That never happened to Bella? Like, you mean when she got attacked and taken to her old, like, dance studio? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, or that time that she rode the motorcycle. Or so, then jumped, yeah, and or jumped off the cliff? Like, none of that involved Ray. Like, I'm so confused. She's giving birth to a baby when she gets changed. I was like, I'm so... What? <laughs> so I was very confused. Sorry. As you can tell, I've also read all the stories and watched yes, the Yes, exactly. But <laughs> anyway, so yes, he gets revenge on these people. I feel like that if he got arrested for that, that sucks. Cause he doesn't. Don't worry. I thought you um, said this is when it happens. No, no, no. This is the year it happens. Oh my God. <laughs> so during that year, he also kills a man by the name of William Joseph Dean. He does not say whether or not... We're not told whether or not William Josephine is in cahoots with the people who raped his wife or just another guy, but he does kill this guy. And the <laughs> body of William Josephine is actually found in his quarters in the church. Busted. That's what he goes to jail for. for nope. Some unna- so, what happens instead... What? There, that same year, okay. there are these two traveling... Wait, how do you get away with that? I have no idea. Okay. We, I don't know if it's just he, he's found so much later, or if... I, I don't know. If they're like, well, he was just put here. We have no idea if he did it. I don't know. Okay. But we do know that he leaves. He okay. leaves Portland, and he is heading towards Idaho. Okay. So, 
That same year. Oh, you know what? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that same year, there are these two traveling painters, and they're traveling. He, so the, the the way it goes is that he flagged them down to basically get a ride on his way to Idaho. Well, when they come down, to, when they pull over to pull to pick him up, him and his supposed new girlfriend, because uh, whoever whoever puts him in on the scene says it was him and a girl. Okay. Um, but he supposedly shoots the two painters. And they're house painters. They're not, like, Picassos. Um, Wait. He shoots them, buries them slightly in, on the side of the freeway, and then they take their car, drive up to Idaho, and ditch it, short, like, outside of a town. No. Stop. Hold on. I'm, like, a serial killer condesore, and that is not the way that Creek would kill people. Okay. Or Creek. Not even... People. So, I know we say serial killer, but I feel like serial killers, they have, like, an M.O., they have, like, a certain yes. way of doing things. Creech was a contract killer. So I will say, from what he tells us at some point, the bodies of people they found, because he leads to more bodies that he, that we don't, they don't give full details to. Again, but I will though, say these he, are bodies that were never found. These are different bodies that he leads to that uh, admitted he admits to killing, and it leads to 11 different bodies across seven different states. But Several of which are... Creech did not kill those two painters. So, I'm Creech, telling you right now. So, according to Creech, he... So, this is where it gets kind of... You, you had said he, you know, he made a deal or something. Like, well, why was he spilling all the beans here, right? Yeah. So, that's where this comes in. So, he is arrested for the murder of these two painters. This but he is, didn't do it! So, that's what he's saying. He's like, I didn't do it. I didn't kill these two. So, in my way of telling you I didn't do it... Let me tell you about all the other murders I did do. Oh my god, so he admits to being a mass murderer. <laughs> he literally goes, I didn't kill those two. But let me tell you about all these other murders I did do. And then that'll show you that if I'm willing to tell you about all these other murders, I would tell you if I killed these two. So that's how we know about all of these murders that we supposedly know. So in that initially, he admits to like upwards of 40 something killings. Later, he changes it. He brings it down to about 20 some, 26 or so killings. And that's where he gives us, like, the 11 different bodies in seven different states. Uh, he also admits to finding... Or to that he basically found a dumping ground in a mine in California. What? Yeah, so... He gives up his dumping ground? This man was they desperate literally, to prove that he did not kill these people. They literally, they go and they find several skeletons in this mine. <laughs> I mean, shit. there's there's lots of mines in California, sure. Yeah. But we used to live next to a Black Diamond Mines, yeah. and it doesn't tell you what mine, but part of me is like, is oh, this Lord. the mine we used to live oh. near? Like, what? <laughs> Did this guy dump near where we used to live? That like, was one of our first dates. Mm-hmm. Remember? Mm-hmm. We uh, hiked up hike. to a cemetery together. Yep. It was just foreshadowing of the life that we would follow with right. this crime show later. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so he admits to murdering all these people, and he's like, if I'm willing to tell you about all this, I would tell you whether or not I murdered those two people, and I did not I'm, do it. I mean... But, the judge says, I don't care what you say, it was you. <laughs> Good job, justice system! And so this was Clap in on the back. 1981. Yeah. No, sorry, sorry. I apologize. No, not 1981. 1981 is when he killed the guy in prison. This was in 1975. Oh, that shit. That he was tried 
and in Idaho for the murder of these <laughs> See, two. See, now, if you hadn't wrongfully charged him for a murder he actually didn't commit, this other dude would still be alive. Right, and so this leads to the, the idea, too, that um, who did kill those two people if <gasps> Preach didn't? Oh, my God, they've gotten away with murder. You guys are fucking, I swear to God. I mean, Literally, the more cases we run, the more I see how so dark you part of me is like, is. if because I, I fully agree. Like, if this guy was willing to kill all these people, and like I said, the the the, the prosecutor and the chief and the sheriff are both like, this dude sees killing as like swatting a fly. Like, he Jesus. has no problem doing it. So he would also, if he's willing to drop all these names and murders, well, he would probably have no problem doing it to these guys. So I honestly think that even though they couldn't prove and he, like, Wait, they're saying this, that 75, that 79-year-old man you showed me, that humble-looking sweetheart, is highly capable of murdering like that? He was, apparently. Was. I mean... This was at in back in 1975. I know, so but I just like don't see it. Like how a, a sweet old grandpa can murder. I guess you're right. When I just don't. We don't know what he was like that's back. Crazy. And that back then, I mean, from what it sounds like, and he to be a to contract killer isn't necessarily being like a crazed psycho. He sees it as a transaction. So hey, it's you keep just, saying contract killer, and I have serial killer like in my head. Yeah. Well, because so when I read the that little bit it. that you showed me, he explains and he develop he divulges all these murders. But he doesn't necessarily say whether or not people paid him for it. Only on a handful of occasions does he talk about being hired to take care of these people. I feel like he's not gonna like he's not gonna lie. But well, my thing is, did he purposely like leave out who did it for some? Like he's like, okay, I murdered and killed all these people, but he doesn't go into full details about who asked him to, how many times he was asked to be the murderer. You know what I mean? Like, wow, I think he's actually, that makes also him, like, saving the people who hired him by not, like, claiming he was hired by this paper. He's, like, he's not throwing anyone under the bus, is what I'm getting at. He's literally throwing himself so under the bus. literally, I was about to say, well, if you look at it, like, I don't remember the time difference, but the first dude that we covered that just, that just died by lethal injection, or by gas, mm-hmm. he was a contract killer. He was, he was a contract killer for one time. And got caught. And got ratted out by the husband. Oh, that's who, right. He was The husband got out. pushed very slightly with an offhanded comment saying, Hey, do you do you know so and so? And that set him off to basically confess everything and then kill himself and then that ratted everyone else out. And that's why he got in trouble. This man had no one to rat him out. No one was throwing him under the bus. Just like apparently at the end he didn't throw anyone else under the bus. To my knowledge, no one else was arrested for the hiring of these murders. Dude, I got respect for that guy then. Like, he took the heat. But, the, I mean, they, they say, like, you know, he was a mass murderer. Some people would use the word serial killer. But he only, on a couple, says that he was contracted. So we don't know for sure if he was contracted a couple times and then just did the others for fun. But every... I mean, obviously he did the other ones for vengeance. The only time Some you were for don't vengeance, see right? him Some were it. for contract, for money... Because the the to my knowledge the bikers were literally just because he said he got paid for it he got contracted to do it so he had no other beef with these motorcyclists. Okay, so here's my next question. Other than now he that we finally figured it out, he's been arrested. He gets put to death. So not put to death, but he gets. No, no, no. He does. Death. Oh, he gets, no, but he doesn't get put to death. But he gets so on death row. That, that's what I was gonna say. So in this murder yes. in Idaho at 1974, right? Uh, in, in 1975, he is. Uh, sentenced and, and uh, what is it? Prosecutor. Or, 
He's given the ruling of first degree murder, which is put to death in Idaho. It's right, m- automatic. Yes. And at the time, their choice of putting to death was hanging. And I think uh, it was, like, out in the open. Still, wait, we're still doing 19, public hangings back then? In, in 1974, yes. Jesus, fuck, we suck. <clears throat> but it didn't happen right away, obviously. So in 1979, they actually, the government relooked at it and they're like, you know what, that's pretty fucked up. That's unconstitutional. Duh. We're not going to be hanging people publicly anymore. Like, okay. Just not going to happen, right? So, so they said it no go. We don't like that anymore. And so because of that, they're like, well, what do we do with this guy? He's supposed to be hung. What are we going to do with him? And they just said, you know what? Fuck it. Just put him on death or put him on life in prison. And that's what leads him to this maximum prison. Wait. Where two years... Who did you sell your soul to? I would like the number, please. Where two years later, he then murdered our initial guy, Jensen. Why wouldn't you just call it quits and live your life out, man? Like I said, so the chief and the prosecutor had literally said, if you don't keep him under watch, he's going to do it again. And he did. They didn't keep him under watch. They let him out while, with other people. Right, right. But again, he was then only murdered at that time for The, the statement of, like, defense. swatting a fly that you said still sits with me like, holy crap. Right, but that, I mean, so I there mean, are I people care. who I are... I care. I won't swat and kill a fly. Like, It'll die in the in sense, house. like, the psychos who are just like, I want to murder, I want to do this. But then there's this guy who I feel like is a contract killer who's like, he... I don't necessarily know if it was, like, a drive to murder or if he just saw it as a transaction and because of, like, the the mental breakdown he had losing his father at the hands of this guy just led him to, like, you know, nothing's gonna happen, like, I, I'm a, yeah, and, like, to where he's just like, whatever, like, it's not a big deal, it's just getting rid of someone. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't, I can't speak, it doesn't say, I don't, I can't say to what he thinks or, like, how he feels, but I don't necessarily know if it's, like, a seething drive for murder or just uh if he gets in his way or something comes to it he has no problem doing it you know what i mean right and like i feel like as bad as it is there is a difference between the two yes of like sure like willing to murder is bad as well but then there's the seething drive to murder which is like the serial killers and the people who hunt people and like scout people like this dude sounds like he to my thought is he mostly murdered for money and murdered for people who wronged him or someone he cared about. And I mean, if you think about it and you're sitting there in this room right now and you're listening to this podcast and you're like, God, no, I would never do that. You cannot say that. The first murder. Because I can tell you right now and cared about. I wholeheartedly don't think I could ever kill anybody. But if you tell me that somebody hurt my daughter or some my daughters or somebody hurt my dog, you're not making it out of my house alive. Yeah. I promise you, you will not make it out of my house. I know it myself. You will not make it out of this house. I will snap. Yeah. A premeditated snap, too, because I've already thought about how I would do it if somebody came into my house. Like, right. I'm telling like, you right now. It's not pretty... Like, I didn't plan it for this particular person, but, you know, everyone's had those days where you're just, like, <laughs> so pissed off, you're like, how would I do it? And, yeah. So, yes. I understand what you mean. But, so, this this is what led to this. So, he, in 1979, like I said, he got sent to life after being sent to death row, killed a guy, got put back on death row... And then now they they have nothing for it. Um, they tried it, and nothing happened. It was unsuccessful. It was unsuccessful. But in these later Shit. days... So, does that mean he's going to end up getting gas like the other guy? So, no. So, that's what I was going to say. So, in these later days, I will say, too, um, a lot of the guards... Yeah. 
as well as like some of the fellow inmates, everything, they all started saying like that they see him more as a timid, nice, like he, he's changed his ways. Told you he that's what he looked like. Just a chill old man. Um, the interview I saw, mm-hmm. the interviewer even said like they asked like, can we get footage of him in death row? Can we get footage of his like living quarters and stuff? They said he was very respectful, very like, oh yeah, of course, no problem, like no problem at all. Didn't he? They didn't. She made it like. I don't know, so I don't remember if she said it, but she made it seem like she felt very unthreatened about him being there while they were there. You know what I mean? That's like huge, you know how actually. like you just kind of get that aura of like being near someone like that, to where yeah. you're just like, oh my god. Like she said, that, like it didn't seem like that. She said he was very respectful. He was very polite, very nice, and was very like, oh yeah, of course, no problem at all. Go for it, whatever you guys need, sort of thing. And everyone has now described him as like a timid, nice, gentle man. Um, to the point that, so, so I don't know, I can't speak to the validity of this, but I saw in one thing, I think I read it in like article thing, that he is now married again. Okay. To a guard. Wait, while in jail? Yes. While on death row, he got married. To a guard's? To a guard's mom. Supposedly. Okay, no, that's going to stand for something. So, like, a guard, a guard trusted him guard literally enough. was like, I don't know if it was like, bring your mom to work day, and she's like, oh, who's this bad boy? Or like, what? But it's a You murdered how many people? Oh, yeah, baby, take ooh, it. Ooh, yeah, yeah I don't know. All I know is supposedly he is now married to a guard. And I don't know if the guard stuck around or if that's like, you know, now that it's stepdaddy, like, you can't be on job, like, around him or something. I don't know. <laughs> Just even thinking of that. <laughs> it's so weird. But supposedly he's now married to a, a guard. So, like, on his last day, they gave him time with his wife. They gave him time with his religious person. Like I said, they checked with the, the medical staff, like, are we going to have a problem? They all said no. And then they got in there, not even, like, hours later, and problem. And now he's just back in life in prison. Back in jail. Just waiting to just see. Just waiting to see. And so they don't know if it's going to lead to, you know, now that it's up in the air. Oh, I guarantee you his lawyer's going to... The lawyer's pushing, his lawyer's pushing for just let him live out his time. A, yeah, stay of Stay of execution, yeah. yeah. Just, it didn't work. Just let him live out. He's already in his 70s. Just let him live out the rest of his time. I mean, I'm sorry, but I feel like it. that's what they deserve when it comes to that. When, when but, you failed it. Right? And so... The, the other people are, the, the, the government is basically like, well, we still need to negotiate. We still need to figure this out, right? What are we going to do? Are we going to give them the state of execution? Are we going to potentially look into gas like the other guy? Yeah. Or are they going to look into even like a firing squad or something? Whoa, what? Yeah. So was, that's, again, that was just a thing I saw where someone's Wait, like. they're just talking they're, about yes. possibly bringing back? Some places have potentially brought back the firing squad. I think Ohio, Idaho might have been one of them. You but, guys brought back... Supposedly, First of all, that's so, not fair because you're putting the people who shoot that guy like they have to live so, with that. So, for, so I'll say this: I, I don't remember where I saw this, but I remember seeing something saying that in a firing squad, because I always thought it was that everyone just gets a bullet and they just litter this guy full of bullets in hopes that it works. Yeah. But from what I understand, what or from what I TV? saw, or from what I read, sorry, a while mm-hmm. back, that it's the firing squad is set up. And one of them randomly gets the gun with the actual bullet. They all take aim at his head while everyone else is full of blanks. And they all shoot at the same time. And then so... That's a lottery I don't want to win. No one knows out of the group who actually is the one who killed the person. No, fuck that. And that's supposed to save them the guilt of knowing they're the ones who did it. They can all be like, it clearly wasn't me. It was a different thing. Like, you know, they could justify it wasn't me. But in that case, what happens if you miss? No idea. The one with the bullet so, misses. I will say, from the statistics I saw, the uh, 
the um, lethal injection has like a seven percent error rate in like thousands of of executions that it's been in. Like, because this is countrywide, or so. Right. Uh, the gas had like a five percent okay. error rate, but supposedly, uh, I mean, again, this was I think only out of like thirty something times they've used the firing squad, but it had zero percent error rate. I mean... So, <laughs> not like it's better, but I mean, it's only like that's 35 That's not gonna times, not hurt, though. That's just... I don't know. I, I think it's fucking terrifying. You're setting someone in a room or on a firing squad, and you're literally letting them know this is the moment they're gonna die. Mm-hmm. The torture no. of that alone. And then to go through that and then be like, well, it didn't work, so just go back and we'll wait and tell you when they're doing it again. I would be fucking... Yeah. Dude, I freaked out one time when my boss at work walked in and found weed that wasn't even mine on the counter. And I was like, that's not my weed. I know it's not my weed. Uh, you can test my hair. You can do whatever. Like, I don't smoke weed. And I'm not against anyone who does. It just wasn't mine. Yeah. Nor should you be doing it on the job when you can get in trouble for it. Right. But, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, I mean, saying. I was like, throw it away. He's like, I'm going to go flush it. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Throw it away. I don't smell like it. I don't look like it. Get, yeah. get rid of it. You know? So I couldn't handle the anticipation of waiting on whether or not he was going to fire me while I continued working. So I had to call him and I was like, right here, right now, either fucking fire me or let me go back to my work. Like, I can't do this bullshit of not knowing. And he's like, you ever going to do it again? I was like, I didn't do it to begin with. He's like, okay, go back to work. Good. And then they fired you for being pregnant. But that's a story for a different time. (laughs) (laughs) Literally though, they, they literally, she told them she was pregnant. Uh, She worked at a place where you might like leave stuff in a garage like in uh you know in the public um <clears throat> you know where you, one might say you might store stuff in in a public location um i have no part of this conversation <laughs> so again yeah they she's exclaimed hey i'm pregnant and he's basically said oh i wish you wouldn't have told me and then very shortly later she was fired for basically a problem that wasn't a problem that they basically, like, kind of forced her hand in, in saying was a problem, even though she, like, fully did... She's like, I don't agree with this, I don't agree with this. They're like, well, you just have to sign it or you can't go back to work. And she's like, I don't agree with this. And they made her sign it, and then they fired her very shortly later. For and basically said, oh, look, like, you did this year or months ago, and then now we're firing it, firing you for it. And she's like, why didn't you fire me right away? And literally it just was because she came out as pregnant. And apparently they had done this to several other people. Um, she was not the first, uh, and then when she went to trial or went to court for it, uh, her lawyer was basically like, we got them in the bag. They literally were passing out documents and passed out documents of how good she was. They passed out the wrong thing and basically had notes of like all her good work, um, instead of the like one or one bad time that she had. Um, and then... Shortly after that, their lawyer was like, let's talk to her lawyer privately. And her lawyer came out and was like, yeah, the best I can do for you is like 3000 bucks. Take it or you get nothing. And that's what happened. They basically strong-armed her lawyer and forced her to take a deal when she should never have had to do that. And they basically fired a pregnant woman for being pregnant. I will say at that time I was a breastfeeding mother. So I just wanted to get out of the investigation and thing get and into, get out of the office. Yes, because at the time of this trial and everything, she the baby had already been born, and that was our little Emily. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I couldn't I, I couldn't pump, so I had to be there. Anyway, that was that's the story of why we don't store stuff publicly, and 
Why We Don't Like Them, as well as the story of Thomas Eugene Creech. And as to what is his and future... And why he's still alive today, and who did you sell your soul to, right? sir? How did you... Yeah. So, as of right now, he is up in the air, waiting to find out what they're going to do, if they're going to give him the stay, if they're going to put him to a different trial, or if they're just going to try... Or not trial, sorry, if they're going to put him to a different way of murder, of death, or if they're going to try again. He doesn't know. They don't know. I'm and terrified for him. I just feel like that is just such a shitty thing for our government to do. Yeah. Like, to... to be go through it once and just waiting there and then just be like, well, shit, didn't work. You had your last meal, like you. You had your said last your time. last goodbyes. I don't know. It just seems crazy to me. Agreed. Fully agree. So thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed. That was my first time. Let me know how I did. If you guys can anywhere, if you're listening to somewhere where yeah, you can let them know if you want him back or let me know if you guys like me running the show. <laughs> I was nervous. I had a giant water bottle that is now empty because I was drinking water out of nervousness this whole time. You did great. Like, literally, it's a two-quart water bottle and it's gone. Oh, my God. Uh, You probably have to pee I have to pee so bad. Yeah. (laughs) So, thank you guys for listening. You did a really good job, though. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you back with more episodes soon. Bye. Bye.